felt like we David, were... you ready? What's up, Doc? What? <laughs> you went out of your way to isolate a Bugs Bunny thing? D-anus. Ooh, Glasgow's faders. I hope this shit is blasted in your ears at home! That's a great fucking story, kid. Jennifer Applejack's a great deal. Debbie, the car! Debbie, the car. Are you kidding me? Look at these tits! Go fuck yourself. Where's the condos and halfway holograms? I had a headache when you left. That line is like Mr. Furley. I feel like there should be more. And your arms are like batteries. And your arms are chandeliers. This dude is on acid. Dude, he's a dude. And they do double dare. Yeah! I, the other day I was on a uh, Welcome to the Oakwood Hi-Fi podcast, Devin Daily David. What I, kind of vehicle is that? I, uh, I was, <laughs> I was uh, riding my bike. I went for a nice... Uh, 20 minute bike ride to try to re- relieve some stress and um i was listening to uh my one of my favorite bike cycling albums especially when i'm going through some shit is uh airplane over the sea by whom neutral milk hotel and um i was listening to the song ghost which is uh one of my favorite songs of all time and it, remi- it reminded me of a solo show that i did um uh, way back in the day where i played that at the end and i was like you know what i have not listened to an awkward high five podcast in a very long time and i wanted to just go back and like get a taste of what the show felt like you and a lot of other people that long that long ago and um so i went and found that episode and i listened to it and uh that was like two months after richie had left and you guys had just started doing the show so was that like a year and a half ago yeah something like that so like a year and a half ago and Every sound effect was exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's going to be a side bet that one of the two of us is going to get paid out once you get that first new sound effect. Actually, you had one recently. You had to fucking put shit in my face to go get food. That was like six months ago. At <laughs> that least. was like a year ago. Come on. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was more like a year ago we started that one. What was that song? What was Who's Ghost by? Ghost. I just knew I had to put shit on my face to go get food. Ghost is uh, by uh, Neutral Milk Hotel. How do you spell neutro? And neutral. Neutral? Neutral. Like, the, you know, like when you like put a, a car in neutral. neutral where you, it's fuzzy and the hair's still good well, like, before you rub it. <laughs> neutral. I don't know why I found that so funny. <laughs> neutral. Am I saying neutral wrong? Neutral. It, it, it did sound a little funny the first time you said it, but I wasn't really... Uh, neutral. Neutral. Why? Are you trying to look it up? Yeah. Why? You want to listen to it? It did. You I'll, said neutral. It's ghost, right? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Which is technically... listen to a song? Right. Here, hang on. Because I'm gonna, comp- we're gonna go with your ghost, and then I'm gonna give you a different ghost. This is, uh, I'll tell you what, man. <clears throat> yeah, <Yes>. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Look here, man. Let me th- let me tell you something. <sighs> I think about I, this song. It means something to me. It does. I don't know what it is. And you know what? Honestly, I've been going through a, a little bit of a hard time lately. Uh, fucking. Here's the thing about life. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 yeah. Lay it on us, Devin. Here's the thing about life, man. You could be fucking soaring high. Like, 
honestly, the last, I'd say, eight months of my life have been fucking amazing. Just like, like after all the bullshit that I went through and, and, and like digging myself out of a fucking ditch and, 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 and all the things have been documented on this podcast. Uh, it, you know, the, like I was finally in a spot where everything, like all like aspects of life kind of just fell together and felt really good. And I, and, and I was riding this wave, like this high for a very long time. And there's just life, man. Like it'll just come smack you in the face and and it's like on a dime things could just it's just one thing one statement one fucking just piece of information whatever it is and then all of a sudden it's just like you know what they say what tomorrow's a mystery yesterday was history right and that's why today is the present. I get it. And and look, I've I've read all the Tolly books. I I fucking I I subscribe to Living in the Now, but sometimes Sometimes it's hard, man. And then like, and then you think you take things for granted or you just, you have a different perspective about shit. And then it's just, it's just weird the way that you could be, you know, like, of course life is ups and downs and hills and valleys and all that stuff. But it's just like, maybe I'm more sensitive of a human being or something. I don't know, but like fucking, or I think maybe it's the fact that like everything felt so good. And I felt that I had finally like, 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 like had reached this point where everything was like flowing like moving on all cylinders and everything like that and to have like one cog in it it just like it just makes you feel like everything else is isn't worth it you know it's what the I mean? squeaky wheel gets the fucking grease or the oil or the fucking i whatever. guess you look, just gotta fucking look at that squeaky wheel and be like i got three wheels fuck that wheel i have yeah. a solution right it's gonna help you out i show up two three times a week and kick you in the balls really hard <laughs> kick me in the jimmy and then one day i'll just stop and you'll be like, life is so much better now that I'm not getting kicked in the well, ball. Well, I think about that too, man. I do, I really do. I and and but it's hard to get perspective sometimes. Like sometimes when I'm going through something, like I've been going through lately, I think to myself, like this is such a fucking insignificant problem in the long run of things. What if you had cancer? What if you're fucking cancer? What if somebody was, you knew you loved was sick or like all these things that could like. But that even that speaks to what I'm saying is like you could be riding on this wave and then all of a sudden just one phone call or one fucking thing and you're just down. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I don't know. It, it, it's, it's very, and like I'm the type of person that it takes me a while to build back up, you know? And it's been this month for like, you know, reasons, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's been, it's been fucking hard for me. And I'm embarrassed that it's been hard for me, kind of. I don't know. I can't like, you know, without saying too much, but it's, it, it, I've really been inside my own head way more than I've been in a very long time after I've done all the work with the meditation. And all the work with the exercise and, and and getting myself and eating healthy and getting myself to a point where I want to be, like it's almost like it was. This month has almost been like a fucking relapse for me, and uh, and it's it's scary in a way. I uh, this was a bad month. Was it? I think it just was that way overall for everybody. <laughs> Look, man, I had to stop smoking for nine fucking well, that, days. That does suck. And then Harwitz is in the middle of a of a drought. That threw me out of whack. I'm still a little out of whack from that. You know what's weird is I have not smoked in a month but that's because when i'm in this type i i the only time i can enjoy marijuana is when i'm in a good mood if i if i'm in a bad mood marijuana just fucking it just it it, it illuminates that so so fucking far what what freaked me out is i actually fucking think i was i felt better not smoking like for those nine oh, yeah, days, of course, like of course i was a little angry like things were, were were pissing me off quicker but like i felt healthier yeah like i don't know yeah well but I went right back to it. So yeah, well, yay! You just got Again, it. we got vices. 
Yeah, like I was saying with the eating and shit, and I've done good since the last show. Like I fuck, I've dropped six pounds since the last You're show. Looking last good. Show. You're like, looking good, baby. And I've been back on the bike, man. Yeah. I, I texted you. I was like, "Come on, I know." Me, I man. wish if I if I didn't have dinner plans, I would have. Yeah. We got to we we do have to do that. Remember yeah. when we were riding together a lot? That was a lot of fun. Can I tell you the day I had when you didn't come though? And I was like, "Oh, I wish he was fucking here," because you 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 definitely you like to go fast, but we wait until that really big hill to go fast. Yeah, yeah. You enjoy the pace with me, and we look around. The park that we go to is um, Thompson Park in Lincroft, New Jersey. That's it. A big park. It has a, uh, if you do an extra loop, it's a five mile stretch that we do. We'll do a few laps. And the area sometimes, like like it did the other day, Dev, like all the fucking, the natural wildflowers were up and fucking blooming. Uh-huh. All these fucking different kinds of birds just chilling on Was them. there deer frolicking? Everywhere. Yeah, that's everywhere. the best. That's Baby the best. deer yeah, everywhere. That's the best. Like, and it. you're just like, hey, bud, how you doing? And they're looking at you like, what? Yeah. That dude knows my name. Yeah, like, I love that. I was, I was like, oh, man, I wish Dev was here because... It was fucking. It was definitely uplifting. Like I took the ride, and and on certain with the uphills and stuff, I was like hitting it, and I got a new bike, and I was like, oh shit, my new bike is the shit. Yeah. But um, it was gorgeous out the other day, man. And I went back the next day with, uh, or actually, I went back yesterday with Jenny, and we did like just a five mile because we got there late. Yeah. But uh, and same thing, the deers were out, and the, mm-hmm. like, and she was like, oh, this is fucking really cool, and I'm like, yeah, I know. We when I used to come here it was like years ago when I was like three years ago when I was training for the the. Five, five barrel. Yeah, five barrel. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I was just not really looking around. I was just pumping and going. And then I, when it was like I could do fucking 30 miles and no, no, without blinking, I like to look around and I was like, man, that park is beautiful. And then, you know, even though in the five borough going through Central Park and going through certain areas, there's some, just something about being on a bike. It's amazing. You know? It's an amazing feeling. It feels really good. And you right here, you got the water. Yep. You can just ride right here. No, I do. Yeah, I do the, the trail. Yeah, the Henry Hudson trail. Just so next time you ride, let me know. So yeah. anyway. That's what I, that's all I'm trying to say. But here, when I do go on that bike ride, a lot of times I listen to this album because for like many people in this world, this album means a lot to me. Um, it's, it's, it's an amazing album from front to back, but there's something about this fucking song that I don't, I don't know if it gives me hope or it's, I don't know. It's a song that it makes me sad and happy at the same fucking time. Dude, this is a lot like beepers for me. (laughs) (laughs) I I also know. (laughs) I'm rolling like a playboy. So, so, wait, so, Ghost, so be, would Ghost be your song? Like, if you woke up in the morning and you just played that song, would it get you on the right foot? No, I don't know because it's depressing at the same time. So, you should. What I was going to recommend before we listen to this song is you should have a song. Like, I used to do this in college because I had a, <clears throat> a, a decent amount of depression in college. Yeah. Um, I always start my day off with a song that I know is going to get me in a good mindset. Yeah. And like, just that's the like. As soon as I wake up, that song wakes me up, and then I start my day that song, and then. Hopefully the rest of the day is pretty chill. Does that I do have I do have some exercises that I do, although time is limited now. When I was unemployed and I was going through my thing, what I did was every day I woke up I wrote three pages in a notebook. And that really helped. Like it, it doesn't it, it didn't have to be a narrative. It could just be random non sequiturs or fucking or just jibber jabber or whatever the fuck you want to write, but you just like uh, let your mind flow and just write the whole time, and that really helps. I've done the music thing before. I've done positive a- affirmations before. What's the difference between a non sequitur and jibber jabber? Non sequitur. Non sequitur. Non sequitur. Well, I mean, I'm the English police today. Damn it! Please be, because I. I mean, jibber jabber could just be like random words, and like at least non sequiturs is like a thought, and then another thought that aren't linked together. Uh, I thought non sequiturs were pills. <laughs> anyway, this is ghost. Ghost, ghost, I know you 
song man i guess what i'm saying boys is i just forgot who the fuck i am for a little bit <laughs> sometimes that's good and i'm starting to i'm starting to bring it back 
You seem in a better mood. Yeah. You're yeah. playing a guitar when we get in these last couple of shows. Oh, that's because I've been writing depressing songs. Yeah. Yeah, but that feels good. Hey, at least you didn't bust out the fucking Morrissey albums like I do when I get sad. Because <laughs> that just leads you to be sadder. Yeah, that's very but, true. But it is fun to wallow in misery sometimes. There is I, a, there I is something it. to it. I personally enjoy it. Uh, I, don't know, I, I think I fucking fuck my shit up sometimes just so I can be miserable. Because I, <laughs> I do enjoy a certain amount of misery. Yeah. If I'll things put- are going too good, I'll fucking sabotage it sometimes. It's weird, isn't that? Isn't that just the way we fucking do things? I uh, so I told you I had that record club shit going. Yeah, and I decided to do something that the whole reason I got it because I kept buying shit that I either already had or just hip hop shit that I wanted that mm-hmm. I hadn't heard. But I got like an old school like soul album, Carla Thomas. Okay, that's the shit. Yeah, you got Every, a little bit of it. Uh, I'm not sure what song that, I'll play a little bit. I'm just gonna do. We just did Carla it. Thomas. Oh God. Damn fucking! I'm doing it on YouTube, so I gotta skip this commercial real quick. But I love it already. So good. I listened to this album back to back. Like, is this old or new? Oh, it's old. This is like early '60s. This is when Daly was in high school. (laughs) Yeah, you know, Daly's in high school. Getting his first club on a chick. This There's is like desegregation is happening. Actually, th- she's got other songs that you would know. Oh, if you really? heard it, you'd be like, oh, uh, I know this song. So maybe I just don't know the name, but I know that. Yeah, like, but it's so good. Damn, that voice. You're deeper than me. You guys are both deeper. I know Same. my depressing song that I. Well, there's two. This is good. I don't want you to turn this off. No, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna yeah, go a little just lower. Keep it low. I listen to like um, some Floyd if I'm in a bad mood. Like, and I'll listen to like yeah, that into would put, the that would put me into a bad mood. <laughs> I love Floyd. I know. There's just something does. about it that fucking gets me ba- down. But like, there's a song that for some reason, if I'm fucking like feeling depressed, I kind of play it to take myself to the extreme of depression, kind of cry it out, sleep it out, and then I fucking wake up and just listen to like Toto or something and get out of it. But I'll want to hear the song. Yeah, of course. Queen. Okay. Fat Bottom Girls? No. It's called Who Wants to Live Forever. There's no time for us. Damn. I know this song. So depressing. You know this song, Gary? I don't. I only know Queen's big songs. Not me. Kill themselves. Not me, Freddie. No. Not even much longer, Fred. You said 39. You only got a little bit more to go. <laughs> Six months. Look, I plan to live forever. So far, so good. <laughs> Just saying. Each day is a victory. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, Queen. I, you know what's funny? I've been listening to a lot of Queen. If you only know their their really popular shit. I would highly recommend uh, going on after or something and listening to Queen Rocks Montreal. Yeah, I mean, I think it's I was so I was too homophobic to be into it when I was younger, but now, really now I'm, I don't think I was ever really homophobic. But like, 
if if I deemed someone was was homosexual or gay, I probably wouldn't check out their music. Just that's crazy. That's not, really that's very not honest of you. I mean, honestly, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Morrissey, and he's obviously gay, even though he he's asexual. Just, well, yeah. he says that, but all his songs are about dudes, and I, I came to accept that after a while. So once I think that settled in, that's why he never he doesn't want any hot dogs at the show. Yep. He reminds him of Tim. No, I mean, dude. <laughs> People's perceptions change as as you grow older. I mean, you, you I definitely get mature. Yeah, right. I don't think I ever had a hang up. I don't think I was like, oh, I don't want. To it be just tur- that. It, when it you're just, a kid, it just kind of turned you off a little bit. A little bit. Like, yeah. yeah, I don't want to listen to it, that. It just I get wasn't it. Something that I could I could fucking get down with. Like, when you're a teenager, you're you're like you'd think that you're you're, in, you're independent thinking, but a lot of times you're still just a product of what you grew up with, and and you know. Yeah, I mean, and honest, honestly, our parent as people in our late 30s and 40s, like our parents' generation. Well, not my parents because they're fucking hippies, but like most people's, you know, like that generation still harbored a lot of racism and sexism yeah. and and bigotry and shit yeah, like that. I mean, like you know, you go to hardcore shows. I don't, I don't think that would be a gay friendly atmosphere. I mean, you grew up going to shows. No, yeah, that, and, it, so and it, 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 well, it, it's weird. Like, I, I honestly, I'd like to think that it was because in my my hardcore experience and shit like that, like it it. Uh, it, we, I was always very accepting, so I'd like to think that everybody else was, but probably not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, and I'm read, I'm actually like, uh, been reading John Joseph from the, uh, Cro-Mags book and like his whole, it's, it's weird because, you know, 80s hardcore, New York hardcore was definitely not a gay friendly situation. But in some respects, it, I, it's weird because there were groups that were in that scene that, you know, were fronted by gay dudes. Oh yeah, totally. Like, but I mean, yeah, right. But, but for the most part, like most of those kids, would have been fucking freaked out. Yeah. But, but, uh, and, and even John Joseph, like, he'll say shit in the book, like, like, oh, this guy was a faggot or this guy was this and that. And it comes off like jarring now in 2018 to hear somebody say something like that. But then he's like, but you could also tell that he's not saying it from a point of discrimination. Like he, he's just an old school New York guy. And that's like what you say. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like he's like the type of person to be like, some of my best friends are fags, yeah. you know, like that kind of shit. And it's weird now because we're so, we're so, like we're taught now that like the words like that you automatically have to be kind of shut off from you know but that that was my go-to word to call someone an asshole basically i and i used it a lot as a kid but it wasn't like yeah it was just like dude you're being uh, yeah when and we all have we all have and 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 it's taken like it's taken a while to get that out of uh who was oh sarah silverman was like said a whole thing about that how she used to use that word I think and never and never did. like you know she's the last person in the world would ever be uh, homophobic or or like you know but like we w- w- people of that age you know people that are in their 30s 40s 50s now like we grew up using that word as not a slur against gay people but just like a way to bust on your friends or something like man don't be such a fag well, like that kind of shit you I know? feel like daily and I have that um when we talk I, I don't, and you know this because we've hung out with people that have dropped the word faggot and I, I, it fucking boils my blood instantly. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you, but if I'm the, the dude who'll say nigga, no problem. Right. And people are like, you say nigga. And I'm like, that's different. I don't mean a fucking black dude when I'm saying the word nigga. It's not, <laughs> right. it's, it's just fucking slang. But, but if you say faggot around me, I'm going to fucking think about punching you in your fucking mouth. But it also, you need, that's the thing. And that's, that is the problem. And it's not everyone's burden to, to disseminate intent, but that is the problem now is that we take a blanket statement or like we take someone, someone says, and it's automatically put into a column, whether there was intent or not. Like if you, when you say nigger, 
right? No, like I say nigga, a nigga, let's, whatever. Let's, but that's a word. Call me a racist. That's a word that I, I I don't say. Right. But but like when you say it, like I know that you don't mean it. You know, like actually it's talking about faggot. My girlfriend the other day, just to make me laugh. Like we were getting dressed to go someplace, and she came out, and she's like, "Do I look like a faggot?" But she did it. <laughs> she did it just to get a like get a reaction out of me. I know the girl, and she's the least. You know, she's she's fucking the least. You know, uh, homophobic person in the world. So like I like that made me laugh because she did it on. She used an extreme word to make me laugh, and, and nowhere, you know what I mean. And so it's like. Sometime. Later the night, she was in blackface, and she was like, "Right, yeah, am I a nigger?" Yeah, I was like, it's that's weird terrible because like I try to curb that kind of stuff, yeah. but. And a day like today, and the traffic that I dealt with. Oh, well, that's different. I definitely... <laughs> when you're in a car, all bets are off. <laughs> so racist. There, there was this Asian dude in front of me, like, on his phone that was, like, leaving, like, a four-car gap in heavy Manhattan, New York, you know... Bumper to bumper. Not what you want to do. So everyone's jumping in front of him, and I... Yeah, I went full racial on that guy. I was like, you fucking... Yeah, you're like, typical. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to say it, but... Phil Florin Filth. There may have been a zipper head mention. Oh, a zipper head. There may have been gook. Uh, oh my god. Oh, you slope slant eyed. Uh, I said them all. Did man. you break I, out a nip? <laughs> I literally. I was waiting for there to be enough traffic to where I could get out of my car, and I was gonna fucking open his door, and if it was unlocked, I was gonna grab his phone and throw it on the other side of the highway because yeah. I was so irritated because he was driving, and he was like, for whatever reason, like I think if you're driving and you're trying to text. You should probably hold the phone in front of your face so you can kind of look and see the traffic. He was like, looking. he to had right. it in his right hand and he was looking like towards the passenger at the phone and then like just coming almost to a stop when, you know, traffic's doing like 20 or 30. And I was like, oh my God, let this fucking, let this traffic bog down. I was getting so heated. I was like, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to take his phone and fucking smash it or throw it. I'm like, it's happening. But that would have led to jail time, probably, or yeah. a fight. And I'm glad. And and we all do it. Like like uh, it, it's like your base animal instinct comes out. Like I've definitely been in like horrible traffic or horrible thing, and I've like gotten to my destination and and like even said to the universe, like I'm sorry, everybody, I didn't really mean any of that. <laughs> but sorry, it's baby. like you have to blow off steam. That's I scream in my car all the time. Like if there's a song, I'll just scream the song or something just to like let a little bit out because you're like a boiling pot. Of fucking rage. Yeah. Hipsters here? Yeah. I usually can be cool as long as everyone's trying their best to keep up with traffic. Yeah. And then I can be like, all right, if someone fucks up a, a couple times, I give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. But this dude was like 20 minutes of solid like. <laughs> and also like when you pull the race card, like or like the reverse race card, I should say. But like you don't like there are there are people out there that are actually racist against Asian people. I know you as a person, you're not racist against Asian people. Yeah. It's just like the same thing when like if somebody annoys you, like like say you're fucking arguing with somebody who's got like a, like a de- like some sort of defect or whatever. You just you want to go to we'll like go for that. like you want to you want to go for the jugular so you'll go to the thing that you know is going to annoy them the most, you know? Like I don't I don't think if it came down to a confrontation with this guy I would have said those things. No, of course These not. Are things yeah, you yeah, say yeah, in yeah, your yeah. car by yourself. No, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like that's our that's our animal instinct is like to cut somebody down as like uh, as like ferociously as possible and then you go for those, you know what I mean? Like whatever, I you mean, know. I mean, Daily does use derogatory terms in a in a very loving way sometimes. Like he's like, "I love going to that liquor store because it has the midget. <laughs> yeah, that guy's like, awesome. I'm like, dude, you don't, I don't say that. I actually <laughs> talked to that guy today for a little bit. The whole, <laughs> See? The one on, uh, th- yeah, yeah. yeah like, I love going, oh, there's a back way out of there? Good. Because I I don't want to not go to that one. It has a, the most kindest midget you've ever seen in your life. Dude. He's a cool dude. He's man. a cool like, dude. That, that like, guy, don't, uh, don't call him a midget. Dude. I love when I see midgets. I'm sorry, little people. Little people. Yeah. 
I see. I was just listening to Doug Stanhope, and he has a whole routine about this. That's like, your problem right there. You can't listen to Doug yeah, Stanhope, my man. Yeah, he has a point. He's like little people. He's like, I'm, I'm a little person. I'm fucking, and me, I'm five nine. I'm not tall. I'm, I'm kind of a little person. You're five nine. Yeah. Well, fuck you. I'm five eight. Don't be fucking calling. So me. you're five eight. Yeah. Am I'm taller than both of you? Yeah. I don't feel like I am. I didn't feel like you were until we took pictures with those AI five shirts that one time, and then I looked at the pictures. And I you was know like, what's Yo, funny? Deb's taller than me. I think I think I had those like I had these Nikes on in that picture. I think in that picture I look taller, but I'm not. Like I had these like yeah. fucking. I mean, I'm not much taller. Form. I think I'm like five ten and a half. Yeah. Well, now I my license is five five eleven because oh, I'm yeah. trying to get the ladies. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, but, plus I slouch like a motherfucker. I got yeah. really bad posture. But I, this is what happened last time. So don't do it. <laughs> So anyway, Doug Sanhope says, I'm a little person. He's like, you know what? If, if, if midget and, and dwarf or whatever, the, it, it offends them, then, then pick your own thing. But little person, you're not a, a, I don't know. He had a, he had a point. There are no little people. <laughs> you know, I never notice, I, I never notice, uh, my brother is short and, and my, and, uh, my best friend who used to be on this podcast is very short. I never noticed it. Like I, I, I don't, I don't notice. Like I'll notice if somebody's tall. <laughs> Are you doing the equivalent of I don't see color? No, 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 no. <laughs> I, don't, I, no. I don't see height, Dave Daly. No, I'm just saying, like, because you know, like, they're, like women will say shit, like, oh, I can't date a short guy, uh. like, well, and all that shit. But like honestly, man, like like Richie and Dean, I don't see them as short people. Although they are, they're they're very yeah, short. Yeah, Dean doesn't seem. No, short he's like to me. five six or five seven wow. or something like that, or he's whatever Richie you know what is, it is. He's the same thing. He's not the same height as Richie. He's taller than Richie. No, they're maybe about the same height. Maybe he had a growth spurt. Dean's, Dean's got that man's man thing about him. He's a fucking carpenter. Yeah, he that's fucking true. does that woodworker shit. So, you know, you know, you, you see him eye to eye no matter what. He's like fucking Pat. I just never noticed it. Like, if, if you would have, if you would have, and if I look at pictures, I'm like, oh yeah, my brother, like my brother's shorter than me. But if you were to, like, like back in the day say that to me, I'd be like, nah, we're about the same. But we're really not. Like, we're, you know, it's very weird. Yeah, what's a couple inches between, uh, family? No, I know. It's just <laughs> depends on what part. It's, hey, it's just weird hey. the way the way you see people. You know, like we like I don't even know if perception is actually real. Like right. you know, if you like if you're in love with somebody, you don't see all their flaws. You know, or or if you love somebody, you don't see all all their flaws or anything like that. Like, or if you hate somebody, you you can create flaws that aren't even there. It's it's just very weird. Yeah, I don't really know. I mean, I'm I'm kind of the same way. I, I notice definitely when people are a lot taller than me, but if they're an inch or two shorter, an inch or two taller. I, that, yeah, unless you're like walking around with a goddamn measuring stick, I, I don't notice either. Right. Yeah, I used to carry a staff that was like the Seven Eleven doors that just had the, the height of everybody. So I'd be like, "What? The fuck out of here, midget! <laughs> midget, fuck!" But uh, yeah. there are other people in this world that are fucking. Uh, you know, you got like your rocks, like the rock. He's fucking like infinity tall. Yes, he, he makes everybody look tall. tiny. You got Kevin Hart. He's mm-hmm. fucking like five that's, four. That's a, yeah, he's a little. But, but Tom Cruise, I huge. never noticed, was short. He's 5'5". Five five. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty funny. That's fucking short. Lips. Stallone is 5'6". No. Yeah. See, that's so weird to me. Like, if I met Stallone in person, I'd be freaked out by that. Schwarzenegger is your height. Is he? Yeah. See, these like Schwarzenegger, I think, is like 6'3". Our friend Scott worked on Schwarzenegger's campaign when he lived out in California, so there's pictures of them together, and Scott's way fucking taller. Really? Than that's I, crazy. Uh, I had a... A four-year period of my <clears> life when I was in the army, where I felt like I was the tallest motherfucker alive. I was I was stationed uh, basically in an armored division. That's because you're doing so much acid. They were all, yeah. well, they were all tankers. The the they have uh, oh yeah, they yeah. can't be over a certain height. So the most of them are like five three, five four, five five. That's yeah. the average yeah t- height of everyone in that unit. And I'm five nine. 
I'm like towering over these dudes. I'm like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they're they're like, but I had a couple <laughs> dudes in my platoon that were like 6'1", 6'2", 6'3", and they made me feel small. So. I remember when, uh, when I was uh, younger in my acid years, I had dropped a bunch of acid and um, had to be home. I was a teenager. I was still living with my parents. And I had to be home at a certain time. So I had walked. It was like a weeknight and probably like around like 11 or midnight. And I had walked home probably from Richie's house. And I was walking down one of the streets in my neighborhood in my development. And uh, it was like foggy out and like and whatever. And the, I guess the uh, like, you know, the acid had not worn off. Like I was probably still like peaking or whatever. But it was like I only had four or five hours to hang out. So I had to go home and ride the acid trip out. <laughs> and I remember walking down that street and feeling like I was bigger than all the houses. Like I was kind of like a Godzilla kind of <laughs> thing, like walking down the street. And it wasn't so much a visual but it was like a feeling like I felt like I was above everything and like looking down at everything. It was very weird. That just reminded me of that. I like acid. You guys are ridiculous. <clears throat> you know, what else was short. Um, <clears throat> what's his name? They just when he did the show, the, the last the Baywatch movie, that that handsome son of a bitch. Uh, Zac Efron. Zac Efron. Nah, he's a fucking, he? fucking short dude. too. Yeah, he seems like he's short, though. Yeah. Yeah, but he's so cut. Like it's he's fucking diesel. I'm too busy looking at his pectorals. Yeah, he's actually in our height. packet. Is he? Zac Let's Efron move on to that packet. packet. Um, he helps us, Zach. Thanks to Zach Efron, we can go back to one of my favorite topics for us to discuss. And I know our, our my friend uh, Kevin, that we'll call the counselor, he likes to text me after we talk about this and tell me that I'm fucking crazy. But uh, we discuss cultural appropriation. Yes. Our uh, our friend Zach Efron, because he's yeah, he's got to be all of our friends. He's yeah, so of course. fucking handsome. Yeah, yeah. I he, only hang out with tens. Yeah, exactly. He um he put up a picture of himself a couple, like a week or two ago. And it just says just for fun. And it's just his hair, which is about the length of mine currently. And mine's fairly long now. Um, he, he went with dreadlocks. Oh, God. And the world went apeshit. Uh, did him. they? And, th- you know, I, we had a discussion of cultural appropriation during Halloween mm-hmm. where I was like, you know, I see that argument completely and, I, and I'm for it. This one, I'm like, come on. People were like, it's a hairstyle. This is ridiculous. And he posts a fucking picture of himself just with just for fun. But that's not for fun. They doesn't know the true meaning and the the true like conversation piece that's behind dreadlocks. That's not. It's not the way it works, man. Like, You're allowed on. to have whatever haircut yeah. you want. I think that whole thing is bullshit. I had dreadlocks. If I want to wear some, Did you? Yeah. a kimono, fuck it. If I want to wear yeah, yeah, fucking fubu, I'm gonna do it. We've done nothing but but take uh, other cultures' styles and, and incorporate them into our style of, for from the beginning of time. That's just the way it goes. Yeah, it's the way it like. I understand blackface. I understand if you're trying to be offensive or something like that. But if you have hair that you want to pull it into dreadlock, I can't tell you. I you know I grew up a punk rocker. I have a lot of old punk rock friends, and a lot of those old punk rock friends, the ones that still have hair, they have fucking dreadlocks because that's something that a lot of punk rockers do when they get older. You know, like my friend Heather's got these. Long, she's a hairdresser. She's as white as they fucking come. She and short as shit. She's like a five five four. And she's got these long, fucking awesome dreadlocks because that's what you fucking do with your hair. Or what if hard too? Hmm? You getting a hard on too? No. What if you're? What Thinking if you about this hair What if you? What if you're Rastafari? You don't have to be black. <laughs> like you don't <laughs> no. have to. No, you don't have to be Rastafari. I just like the way you said Rastafari. Yeah, but you don't Rastafari. 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 Like every every white kid with dreads that I've ever knew. Those were the kids I was buying drugs from. Yeah. I like those guys. Yeah, people were like, <laughs> I had dreadlocks. It was for a short amount of time, but I had them. There were, <laughs> I had long blonde hair, bleached blonde hair, and I and I fucking that was when my hair was thick, and I and I fucking uh, and I you know they weren't 
like you know the type of thing where you grew out forever but i twisted them with the beeswax and everything and i had it for a while and i enjoyed it i was you know maybe that's what i'll do when i end this long hair thing i'll just do some dress (laughs) yeah people on twitter were fucking going bonkers and it was just ridiculous zach efron puts just put dreads in his hair unsubscribed oh god why does zach efron have dreads just for fun babe don't do this to yourself (laughs) zach i thought we were cool now we're definitely not there's got dude, I know what's wrong with the world right now. It's the fucking internet. We need to bring that shit down. Yeah. We need to end it somehow. Yeah, but there's it's gotta also, be a way to stop it. Here's the problem though, David. There's memes in there. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's got memes in there. Well, remember in South Park when there was no internet and that he had to look at porn, it was just like a dude yeah. drawing <laughs> porn like on a piece of paper. Like hmm? honestly, porn I don't even care care about because I got I got enough fucking uh, like memories locked in his head that I could but dude. Bite your tongue. Memes? I can't live without them. <laughs> that's my. I, if I could intravenously, maybe, maybe it's not the internet that needs in, but just social media. Yeah, yeah like social media. It's, is, I think is social, a cancer. social media is cancer. A cancer. It's it's killing this country. It's killing the fucking world, dude. It's I can't tell ridiculous. you. I cannot tell you how many times my fucking finger has been over the delete button of my Facebook. But then I, I like I have these like little fucking reservations, like where I'm just like, but what about this? What about that? You know? And then. I don't know. It's like I'm. It's like it's an addiction that I want to give up, and I'm not even addicted to it. Like I don't even look at it that that often. But every once in a while, I want to put up a one liner or something, and you know, like I it just I don't know. The only thing I fall into is people who <clears throat> don't have the same political opinions as me, and put up memes that are like racist. Yeah, or, well, that's yeah, you know, stuff like that. That you're like, dude, but, that's. Then you just block those people or delete them. Yeah, that's the only, and that's what I do. And then they're like, "Dude, what? uh, I thought you saw that thing I posted." I'm like, "No, I don't even see you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I've put people on hold. Like, you can put them on hold. Like, it'll just stop showing you their shit. We just unfollow them. Yeah. Well, you can totally unfollow them, but some people just do one post that irritates me, and I'm like, I just need to take a break from this guy. And then, like, it'll pop, they'll start popping back up in like four or five months. I don't know how long they put them on hold, but I have a friend of mine that I grew, like, grew up with, had a lot of, had a lot of fucking experiences with. And, uh, even though we're not like friends, friends anymore, like, we don't hang out, but he was somebody who was a big part of my life for a very long time. And, uh, I do not see any of his Facebook posts because the motherfucker will, like, real time post Mets game, like, updates. Oh, yeah, you were saying that. And so I fucking, I had to unfollow. I'm like, sorry, man. I don't watch the games till later. I can't see, like, You're you know. Spoiling like, the fucking game for that's me. That's it. Yeah. Sometimes someone will be like, do you see so and so put something up? I'm like, nope. Mets spoiler. Wow. See, I'd be that guy that you had to unfollow when I'm at those fish shows and I'll tell you exactly the whole set list. <laughs> Every 45 well, minutes, you get another thing from or, me. Or don't po- do that for po- August 7th at Camden. <laughs> post a video of a dude with a cape spinning in circles <laughs> ruined it <laughs> <laughs> that was the best that guy was kind of cool he fucking was chill um all right well zach efron yeah you need Cultural to program. i hope you fucking lose your uh i hope you get kathy uh griffin kathy griffin yeah i like her though yeah i find her very attractive for an older woman Did i didn't realize how old she is yeah, she's like 50 something well, who did i look up last night that it's super fucking old I was watching. I watched a bunch of movies last night. Not a bunch. Stan Lee, because me and Daly were just talking about him. No, but I did watch because I watched a a bootleg of um, Ant Man. Yes, you saw it. Yeah, nice. Um, I thought it was hysterical. Also, I watched a. This was last week, but I watched a a a bootleg of that fucking tag movie. That was horrible. It was not horrible. It was horrible. It was delightful. Even Hannibal Burris didn't. He didn't have one funny line that whole movie. What are you kidding me? When he's legitimately drunk filming the movie and he's trying to. Fucking spit out lines, but he's literally legitimately drunk. 
Like yeah, that, they. I read an article and they were like, "Yeah, we were just having fun with it." And Hannibal was just drinking the wine. We were like, "That's you're not supposed to drink the wine." He's like, "Nah, it's cool, man." In the in the one scene where they're in the like the the wedding, um, uh, the the dress rehearsal of the wedding or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's legit drunk. Oh, really? That I didn't scene. know that. It's still not funny. Oh, you're you're crazy. <laughs> I, mean, I haven't seen it yet, but it looks amazing. Deb was like, this film is outrageous. I did look somebody up, though, last night, because as I do, like when I see an actor, I'll go on IMDb and look him up, and they were 58, and I was stunned by it. Oh, no, it wasn't an actor, and this had nothing to do with the movie I was watching. <laughs> it was fucking, um, uh, what's his name? Doug? Um, Stanhope? No. The other comedian, Doug, that does like the Doug loves movies and and the, I'm Doug, uh, oh super Doug, high me, Doug Benson. Doug Benson. Yeah. That motherfucker, that dude's fifty eight. He's fifty eight years old. Holy well, that shit. explains. It. I thought he just looked weathered because he just did a lot of drugs. So that he makes sense. Fifty. He did, but dude, he, he looks great. He looks great for fifty eight. I thought he was like in his late thirties, mid forties, this range. So yeah. I thought, oh, that dude's looking like he's got a few miles on him. But no, now, now it makes sense. He's pushing sixty. Well, that motherfucker. Most of those people look weathered because they get up at like five a.m. to do some radio shit. Then they fucking fly somewhere else, do a gig. Mm. Those people are nonstop. Nah, but I mean, and nah, he he looks he looks his age, but good for his age now that I know his age. So yeah. Change topic. Yeah. Good right. for Doug Benson. What else we got? What else we on the topic? In what the else we have? We have one Dang's that I'll topic. play this first. I'll fucking change topic. You. <laughs> and the reason I have it is because it's called. This article is called "Fuck the Police." Vatos. Entire police force of Mexico town detained after mayoral candidate's assassination. Jesus. The entire police force of a Mexican town in the state of Miojaca is being questioned in the assassination of a mayoral candidate. And the office of the state's attorney general is looking into it. But wait, is this one of those towns where it's like three facade houses? Oh, no. Is this like the town from Three Amigos? No, it is not fucking the people of Santa Paula. Because like when I I picture Mexico, that's what I picture is like these little shanty towns like fucking... We are mighty (laughs) and we know how to sow. We are the people of Santa Poco. Now, um, this guy, Fernando Angeles Juarez of the Party of the Democratic Revolution was killed uh, last Thursday by an unknown gunman. But then uh, last Saturday, the state police went to Ocampo to question 28 municipal officers in a routine check unrelated to Juarez's death. And then the law enforcement agency said that when they arrived, some of those officers fired shots in the air and resisted their authority. (laughs) I don't think so. That's racist. I always get worried when someone shoots a, a bullet in the air because I'm like, it's got to come down. down someplace. There's only one movie I've ever seen it come down in. What? Called The Mexican. Well, oh, here, I remember well, The Mexican. Here's the deal. And, uh, and um, fucking Tony Soprano. Yes. Yeah. A, bu- a bullet can't kill you if it falls straight out of the air. It Why just not? can't. It's like saying a penny will kill you if it's dropped on your head from the Empire State Building. And it most certainly will. No, that, that's, that's false. A, is that a fucking... That's false. Is it? Terminal velocity for something falling. It, it depends on weight. I don't think a bullet weighs enough for its terminal velocity when falling back down to earth. Well, Whoa, no, it's a terminal wake up from a coma. It, like, terminal- it may pop you in the head and fucking smart and leave a welt. No, I think the worst case scenario may fracture your fucking skull. What's terminal velocity? Terminal it's, velocity is like 100, movie, 137 miles per hour or something like that. I'm going right? to look it up right now. Look up can terminal velocity. A penny, you look up terminal velocity, kill you. I can tell you right now the penny can't kill you from the Empire State Building or any fucking building. It's only going to fall at like. 
I think terminal velocity. It, it's all the terminal velocity is determined by the weight of an object. No, so, I thought, but isn't there and isn't there a maximum terminal velocity? Like, there's a point where I, something cannot go faster when yeah, it's falling. Exactly, exactly. Right, and I think, I, it's, think it's, I think it's 137 miles per hour. Nah. A decade ago, University of Virginia physics professor Louis Bloomfield put those fears happily to rest after getting pelted with pennies from high above, and lived to tell about it. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's not. Um, I, yeah, I agree with that, but like. I'm thinking a bullet though, which is meant to pierce. Nah, if it, if you shoot it straight up and then it goes all the way, it's gonna go and then just starts to fall back down. It's not gonna. It's not gonna reach a speed that's. I mean, it may Wrong. fucking hurt. The bullet will fucking kill you because it's aerodynamically set to that's fucking what I'm saying. maintain that velocity right. when it's coming back down. A penny is flat and it's, and it'll, it's spinning. It flutters. Yeah. So that fluttering. Makes it lose, but when the bullet that, comes where'd down, where'd you get that info from? USA Today. Can someone look up what terminal velocity is? All right, it's so, a shitty movie. So I Hatcher, told you. Hatcher calculated that his thirty caliber rifle bullets reach a terminal velocity of the speed at which the air resistance balances the accelerating force of gravity at three hundred feet per second. You might die from a bullet moving at that speed, but it's highly unlikely. But three hundred feet per second. I and and I want to go on a limb and say it's probably never happened. Don't go on a limb. I'm going on a limb. <laughs> if you, at your weight, I would not go out on that limb. Yeah, true. I'm fat as fuck. Fatty. But but yeah, if anyone knows of a, a, of a verifiable story of someone being fucking killed by a bullet that was shot straight up in there, let me know because I don't think it's ever happened. I'm calling shenanigans. In 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 stable belly to earth position, terminal velocity is about 200 kilometers per hour, 120 miles per hour. So I was fucking 10 miles off or yeah, 17 miles off. Uh, stable freefall head down position has a terminal speed of 240 to 290 kilometers per hour, around 150 to 180 miles per hour. Further minimization of drag and streamlining the body allows for speeds in the vicinity of 300 miles per hour. I think fucking three. Oh, well, they're talking about skydiving. I, still. Got, I got another one. They found that a bullet fired straight up, uh, an almost impossible achievement for a human. Well, uh, oh, yeah, perhaps. <laughs> So anyway, uh, will uh, what? It, it will tumble on its return trip and falls at a slower rate due to terminal velocity. In addition, they found that a bullet in this circumstance is therefore less lethal on impact. Okay, right. so I mean, it, a party tradition with could, a body count. What if you look up and you're like, "What's that little dot in the eye in the sky?" And then it just falls right into your you eye. You probably have a better chance of winning the lotto, getting yeah. struck by lightning, and all yeah. that shit than than someone firing a bullet straight in there that it's gonna hit you. I'm still gonna if it's I you, if it, it does. Hit the you. minimal amount of times that I've been in a situation where like a race or something where someone sh- shot a gun in the air, I'm like, "Well, I hope that was a blank." <laughs> well, listen, <laughs> where's that bullet? Highland Park, California. This is from 2012. Mm-hmm. New Year's Eve, Highland Park, California, suburb of L.A. Um, a sheriff warned about the dangers of shooting live ammunition into the air. A few hours later, past the stroke of midnight, a 30-year-old man was struck in the head and hospitalized by bullet fragments from above. Fortunately, he survived. A bullet fired into the air can return Earth at speeds between 300 and 700 feet per second, fast enough to pierce a person's skull. This was not an isolated incident. Celebratory gunfire has wounded hundreds and killed dozens in the recent years in, in the U.S. alone. A 50-year-old woman in Atlanta, an 11-year-old boy in Phoenix, a baby in New Orleans. Deaths like these are reported and investigated every year. Hmm. Yeah, I still don't believe it. Like, it's fucking fake news. We've got to stop. I think people are getting hit with indirect shots, not a shot fired straight vertically. And also, if you're happy, what you need to be doing is shooting both, your hands. shooting both guns at the ground so you could go up in the air and dance a little bit like Yosemite Sam. Razzle frazzle. <laughs> I'm, I'm still shenanigans. 
You're right. fucking fake news in that. Right. I just brought I, you I, two articles from legit news companies, and you're like, meh. Who, who's the legit They're news company? US, USA Today, and one was a science fucking site. <sighs> you gotta fucking suck it up, brother. You're looking at tubgirl.com. It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. Yeah, so these Mexican awesome police officers, <laughs> going back to it, um, this has been a really big thing with this last election in Mexico. Uh, I don't have the numbers in these articles, or I don't think this article has it, but there were like, I'm going to give it the scientific number of fuckload of candidates were fucking gunned down in the Mexican elections. Like, not even That's in just the main elections. people were straight up in the air and they fucking got murdered that way. <laughs> Fake news. It Fake was news. like, in the primaries, they were killing people. Like, this, the election was fucking brutal this year. In Mexico. That's the way it goes. That's why I don't live in Mexico. Uh, although, I mean, I think it's a great country. Like, they just need to get rid of those fucking uh, terrible drug cartels, and it'd probably be a good, good luck. Well, you know how you could do that, motherfuckers? Legalize, legalize it! But here's the thing. They're never going to legalize every drug, so there's o- they're well, always going to have that problem. Then they're always going to have their fucking problem. Just legalize it. Just fucking legalize it. It doesn't make any... The war on drugs does not work. We spend trillions and trillions of dollars to try to combat drugs. You're never going to fucking win. People who want to do drugs are going to do drugs. If you make them legal, you take the power out of all of the fucking uh, uh, the bad people's uh, to to use a third grade fucking term hands and in and, and redistribute it. It's it's not a good thing. We don't want people doing heroin and, and fucking coke and 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 crack and and fucking meth and all that shit. Yeah, why not? But why not? If you take it, legalize into, it all. If you take it into your own hand, no, but that's what I'm saying. You take it into your own hands, you could uh, uh, like eliminate so much unnecessary murder, and it, you would take the literally take the power out of all their hands immediately. Dev De- <laughs> Dev Daily, <laughs> Devin Ferry for Mexican mayor no, candidate. No, 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 no. I'm not officially <laughs> running because yeah, I don't want to get. I shot. have a prediction. In 50 years, Mexico is going to be like Brooklyn was in 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 New York. Oh, it's going to get where, gentrified. It's going to get so <laughs> shitty in America that people are going to start going to Mexico. And then at some point, it's just going to, or, yeah, everyone's just going to be down there. And then this, this, this part of the world will be a shithole. I just want to find the titty twister. Go we're, hang out we're there. We're close to that tipping point, I think. <laughs> we got red pussy, black pussy, <laughs> purple pussy, apple pie pussy. If you can find cheaper pussy anywhere, fuck oh, it. <laughs> He says this all the time. How good is uh, Cheech in all those Quentin Tarantino films? Like, so good. Like in, um, what was the other one? The fucking, uh, God, what movie was that? Was that a Tar- I didn't know he was in more than one Tarantino what's the movie. One, what's the one when they're in Mexico and they're like, this beer tastes like piss? And he's like, it's because we piss in it. <laughs> what movie was that? That, that was from Dust of yeah, No, it was not. No, that's not Dust of sure No, it's not. No. I don't know him in Oh, any oh, 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 it was um, Desperado. Desperado. That, that, oh, yeah, that's that Robert Rodriguez, yeah, but Rodriguez, still the same yeah. Yeah, universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I fucking love that shit. Although I think they both had a hand in all those movies. They did. They, they like back and forth. They loved each yeah. other. They were hanging out and doing movies M- thus, together. Dust from Dawn, one of the greatest movies ever, is both of them in conjunction. Yeah, that was a Rodriguez film, but it just happened to be... Well, Quentin Tarantino wrote it. In, yeah, he like yeah, yeah. wrote it, and 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 uh, and Rodriguez directed it. But they made it feel like the first forty-five minutes is a Tarantino, like a Tarantino film, yeah. and then the last forty-five minutes is a fucking that movie is. Perfect. I gotta say, for for a movie I didn't know shit about, 
that was like the best surprise ever. Yes. Like I was like, oh, this is a great movie. I like I like this gangster style Hang movie. On, before and then, you, before then vampires you came out. this conversation. Yeah. I don't know how many times the two of you have fucking talked about this movie I, on dude, this fucking show. I told you, I brought. I was 16 years old. It came out in 1996. I was 16 years old. I brought my girlfriend there because I had seen Pulp Fiction, and and all I, like I was obsessed with Quentin Tarantino. Oh, you're still going? And I brought her there, and I was like, "This is a Tarantino film. Like, this is gonna be amazing." And it felt like it. Like the first 45 minutes felt like it. That whole scene in the convenience store in the beginning. With the fucking sheriff, he tipped the sheriff and all that shit. It's genius. And then when that movie turned into a horror vampire film, I've never like my mind has it's seldomly been blown as much as I'm going to go home and watch that. Great fucking film, man. You know, Great watch it now. Film. You know, Dev's not going to watch when we leave. I am going to. I think tonight. He's not going <laughs> to watch. Never gonna watch Cannibal the musical. I've been depressed. <laughs> I have not. I, I like. I can't. That would have brought you out of it. I can't. I've yeah, been Cannibal would have bring you out of it. Okay. If you, if you can't watch Cannibal and be happy, then nothing, no, I nothing want will to. Help. I want to. You will be singing those songs for the rest of your life. I'm going life. to. I promise you, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> okay. If you're not singing Spadoinkle, it's a Spadoinkle day by the end of the fucking night. Okay. And anyway, anyway, moving on. We've recently. What the fuck are you bitches babbling about? We recently talked about. Uh, well, I just knew I had to put shit on my face to go get food. <laughs> your shit is loud as hell. Whatever, man. It's my show. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we were, we were talking about, we were talking about governments, like, uh, when I was talking about government appointing, like, uh, caretakers or guardians, and then Daly brought up moms who ain't taking shit from their sons. We had to pull out, you know, Daly, uh, you saw, cause you sent me the articles and I was like, fuck, I have this article, which is almost, you talked about last week about that mom fucking going after her kid. Mm-hmm. Well, she, you know, that was impressive. And everything because she went after him on the I bike. Had, I had this story on. But, on <laughs> yeah, I know the story. There was a fucking uh, you know Maricopa County because it's been pretty famous in the last Maricopa County where that um Arizona isn't it? Yeah, it's in Arizona. It's By the where time that I sheriff get to Arizona. Well, Maricopa County is Phoenix. That's where Phoenix is. Okay, that's where that got that that sheriff went to jail because he was like fucking throwing people in, in like internment camps. Yeah, and like jo- making him wear pink. A judge, Joe, yeah. Joe Apayo or whatever yeah. his name was. I don't know anything like, about any of this. Trump just pardoned him. Okay. Like oh, was, yeah, pardon. that's that guy. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. But in this town, full of that kind of moxie, a 92-year-old mom wasn't getting put in a home without a fight because now she's going to jail. She had been um, up for three four days. This lady was thinking about the fact that her son was like, I'm going to fucking put you in a home because it's too difficult to take care of you. And she was like having issues with him. He said he's going to put her in an assisted f- facility. She's 92. And 92? Le- yeah. Last, ride it out, my man. Last Monday, police were called to the home in, a, in the Arizona town of Fountain Hills, just outside of Phoenix, and found the 72-year-old gentleman shot dead. Uh, he had just been shot in the neck and jaw, and his mom was the one who did it. She done did it. <laughs> she done did it, man. What? Wow. <laughs> what did you just turn into there? She shot in the neck and jaw. Mom's the one who did it. I'll tell you, talk about Maricopa <laughs> County, my man. It's going to do to your talkings. Um, she's quoted as she was getting carried out the door by police officers. Not walked out the door. Carried out the door. Sure. And the dead body was on the ground. You took my life, so I'm taking yours. She was screaming at the dead body. Uh, she'd been living with her son and his girlfriend and his 72, 72-year-old guy and his girlfriend. 72? Yeah. The mom's 92. Kids, the, the kid is 72. Yeah. Young whippersnapper. <laughs> and, uh, young, young man, life ahead of him, at least five weeks. And, uh, 
Well, with that longevity in that family, that yeah, at least another got, 20. Well, he's a guy. Guys don't have the same. I just, I just want to put this out. If my kid's listening, if I end up living with you when I'm 92 and you're in your 70s, just smother me with a pillow. Yeah, it's, seriously. It's that's, I, I like a, that's like a child's but, responsibility. <laughs> yeah, that's what he should have done. Talk about Doug Stanhope. Do that shit. Daily would be like, you deserve this. <laughs> 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 yeah, she shot him. Um with a revolver she had bought at a gun store in the late 70s. Okay. Hadn't shot it since she bought it. Was surprised it even worked. Um, and a 25 uh, caliber pistol her late husband had given her. She had, the, she had them in the pockets of her pink robe <laughs> when they came to pick her up. And um, she confronted the son at first. And then she, she said she was tired of him and how he was treating her. And uh, the, the, the girlfriend reported this to the cops. And then after she killed the son, she actually went after the girlfriend, but the girlfriend fucking grabbed her wrist and like shook the first gun out of her hand and thought it was over. And then she it's pulled another s- gun out of her other hand. It's kind of like you were saying with the stabbing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like she was like, no. I was going to say, how like slow could you possibly be to have a 95 year old, 92 year old woman <laughs> fucking. She, she crept up stealthily <laughs> <laughs> with her walker and the fucking pistol in her hand. With those fucking tennis balls at the bottom of it. She was, shuka, 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 shuka. <laughs> fucking coming up behind you <laughs> yeah but when uh so yeah so she's going to jail now instead of going to a home what are you gonna do if i like if a 92 year old woman shoots somebody and kills them you got to just be like bad 92 year old woman <laughs> you know what i mean like or here just fucking i'm gonna i'm gonna zip tie you to this chair until you look die. grandma that was fucked up but yeah whatever yeah what are you gonna do put her through the fucking system i 92 they asked her what she what when investigators asked her what she thinks that should happen to her for this thing she's like i should just be put to sleep yeah, nice. <laughs> but like, why didn't you just go to the home, bitch, or just take one of those fucking guns and just shoot your own fucking head off, you ninety-two? That's what I'm saying. Bitch. What she should have done is she should have shot her son. Saw him drop the fucking the uh, the girlfriend would have been freaking out. Fucking for some reason, I'm picturing a girlfriend being like twenty in this situation. <laughs> yeah, <what the> fuck? <laughs> that, like she's like freaking out, like in her bikini or something. Like she just got back from the pool, and then the grandma takes a gun and puts it to her head, and it's like Wu Tang, motherfucker, and just blows her brains out. That's what she should have done. No, Grandma's she, hard. Grandma so. was like, "Who fucking farted?" <laughs> <laughs> she's like, "Where are my Worthers?" <laughs> I have no more of those strawberry candies that look like strawberries. Oh, those are the best. You ever uh, go to an old person's home and they're like, would you like a candy? And they hand you the, the candy dish and they're all like fucking stuck together. Stuck. Yeah, you pull one the, and you get the whole bowl full comes out. You're like, oh, shit. It's the elderly equ- equivalent of like a, a, a fucking baby trying to hand you their soggy cookie that they've been sucking on. Oh. Like literally old people and babies are the same fucking shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. They yeah. are definitely 100% the same thing. They're the same. Without question. One's just wrinklier. It feels gross with Which the soggy one, cookie. Definitely the old people. Yeah. Old people's skin is weird. Baby skin is, baby skin feels nice. It's nice and smooth. Smells like baby. Have you ever touched an 80 year old man's taint? No. Super smooth. I'd imagine maybe. I've read. In a book. I don't want to touch old people taint. Are you sure? Or yeah, old people freak me out. You sure? Yeah, yeah, because you look at them and you're like, God damn it, that's going to happen to me. Fuck! You think you're no. gonna have the smoothest taint in the nation? Nah, I ain't gonna make it that old. But uh, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't know. I I really kind of don't want to live to my nineties. That that doesn't look fun. Sorry, ninety year olds just look shitty. Well, it depends. Technology might make it fucking real easy. Yeah, well, when they can fucking roll back the clock and turn you back into twenties, then then I'm all down for it. This is gonna happen in my lifetime. 
We're not going to reap the benefits of all this fucking genetic engineering and fucking uh, CRISPR technologies. No, we're like, we're fucking... We we missed it. We missed yeah. it by like fifty years. That I guess. much. Wait, we were so close to being a moron. Yeah, seriously. And Kit won by that much. Damn it! But really, so, do you want to do this for hundreds of years? No, I, I don't think. No, no, I don't, no, 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 no. You're no. just afraid because last time we talked about what would happen if you go that long and you'd fucking have to dabble in the dick. You, you don't want to be fucking no, knee that, deep in dick. That's if you're a vampire. Well, that you was know, different. That's we're talking. We're talking about thousands of years there. I want to be a vampire. Do you? The yeah. world is a vampire. I'm not, gonna be, I'm not as handsome as Daily, so I'll, I'll only be fucking ankle deep in dick. <laughs> Wait, I don't understand why we gotta. Why is there dicks involved if you live that long? Because we said you gotta switch it up. Yeah, sooner or later you're gonna suck a dick. Oh no, I'll fuck animals before I go before, <laughs> before I go gay. I'm going. I'm I'd going rather breathe. You are such I'd a liar. I'd rather breathe. You look at like who's your who's your specimen again? Who's your dude? I. You know what I. Here's the thing. Who's about your that. dude? Answer that question. I, I like Ryan Reynolds. I like even yeah. Zach Efron. So Ryan Reynolds and, and Zach Efron, but and I you're a thousand I, years old, and this young fucking Adonis is like, I just, I want to suck your dick, and you're like, okay. Yeah, I mean, at that point, I think I don't, everything. I don't, I don't know if I could ever get into that. Like, I like after a thousand, it, after yeah. being on Earth for a thousand, you're not years. thinking about the thousand year mindset, right? Oh, like in your in your. But I'm saying if I'm going guys, I'm also gonna go fucking monkey and fucking maybe a goddamn cow. Cow got some pretty eyes, man. That cow looks at me right. You know, you're silly. That's not true. I'd like to make a connection with somebody at least. Yeah, you want to be able to have a conversation, talk about books. You'd be like, hey, did you see that fucking oh, I mean, movie we're, tag? We're talking thousands of years. You're going to get sick, yeah, gonna get sick <laughs> of dicks and assholes, too. Oh, of course you are. So yeah, then, then you're on the monkeys. And I'm thinking if I was a vampire. Monkeys have dicks and assholes, too, man. I'm going to fuck a girl monkey, at least. I know. <laughs> I'm you said that maybe, way too fast. Maybe a mountain lion you said that just, way. just for the power. Oh, good luck fucking a, fucking a mountain dead lion. Man. Nah, you can't even get that. close to a mountain lion. Well, I guess if you're a vampire, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you're a vamp. You, you got mad uh, strength when you're a vampire. They're not just like regular people. You can fuck anything you want when you're a vampire. That's true. I feel like blood's too thick, though. Like, you ever have like a maybe Guinness? Maybe a silverback gorilla? I don't like it. I'll really show my fucking strength there. What'd you do to that? Fuck the silverback gorilla. <laughs> Why'd you do that? Can Fuck you? Power over nature, bitch. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, change topics. Change I feel, topics. But, uh, but can I just change say something? Topics. Can I just say something to, to, to put a bow on this? Yes. I feel like if I was a vampire, like definitely year like 900 to like 1025 would definitely be a dick fest. But that might be it. And then you'd like, just like much, most people, when you get a little bit older, you grow, you know, you're looking for something a little bit more stable. That kind of thing. I mean, I think you could have at least fucking fifty years of fucking whoa, midget whoa. broads. That's why true. can't you? <laughs> why can't you have a stable relationship in a gay relationship? No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, I would just be a dick whore for fucking. Uh, oh, for then it would just be every 125 years. Yeah, I would just be. And then after that, I would find uh, like whatever. I would just wear those kaleidoscope glasses, and wherever it lands, know. it there, fucking lands, baby. There's such a wide spectrum of 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 women things you could do. I, I daily, think you, you gotta, you gotta years, understand daily. you. you You've been you've been having sex for nine hundred years with women. It's yeah. gonna get tired. I've been having sex. I said this I mean, last I, time. I I've been having sex for like twenty four years with women, and I'm already tired. Of I it. could go white for fucking fifty sixty years. Now he's gonna get racist. Black. <laughs> now he's for gonna 50, get racist. Years. Midgets for fifty sixty years. Yeah. Why are midgets uh, still of color? <laughs> I could go through every, that. Go into a category. You're still close to nine hundred years. Dude, we're not. All right. This is Daily's math. Maybe 400 years of retarded women because, man, that's wow. amazing. <laughs> Holy shit, Look, Daily. They, they don't even live in that world anymore. 
I'm changing topics. I'm changing topics. I can't hear. I know that you're not saying things from the heart anymore, and it's funny, but you're fucked up. Um, I got a guy for you, though, Daily. This guy, actually, it's for both of us. He kills me. Let's, uh, I got this article. This is the guy I want to fuck? Kansas gets it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kansas is getting ahead of the fucking curve as far as what they want to do and what they want to make legal. Um, we're going to meet a young oh, man by the yeah. name of Cl- Chris Flowers from I Kansas. Thought, I thought you were about to say Clit, Clit Flowers. That was a Freudian slip. Yes. Well, that's what I'm like. <laughs> He's thinking about those mountain lions. <laughs> <laughs> they have the biggest. Yo, I want to fuck me a mountain lion. Son. You ever seen the clit on a mountain lion, brother? I don't even want to see a mountain lion. Like, no. I'm fucking afraid of mountain lions. Like, I'm right, fucking... so start out with a cougar. All right, that's it. <laughs> oh, no, I fuck some cougars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Not that kind. Chris Flowers of Kansas, gentlemen. Focus. No. His con- he's a concerned citizen who sees a need for improvement within the city of Lawrence, a town identified by its people as diverse and multifaceted with a strong sense of community. Chris sees the town is lacking in something important and will make it thrive as a beacon of quality lifestyle. That's right. Lawrence ha- needs hand jobs to be legalized. And he wrote... Well, hand, what, hand jobs are illegal? Hand oh, jobs are completely illegal. Are they? Why? Because it's... Uh, well, if you pay for them. For, sodomy? Well, I mean, paying for it. Oh, oh, okay. So he wrote that he surely feels his equality speech here, which we're going to listen to, which is part of a three-hour... I found it right at the cut where tour? he was in. Tour. Um, of And, and this, this uh, Lawrenceville has all of their council meetings on YouTube. Okay. They keep all of them up. Exciting. So, I can't wait to subscribe. So here is just Chris Flowers of Kansas. Chris Flowers. He's, this is him pleading his case. He's got on some jorts. Hi, I'm Chris Flowers. If licenses and regulations Arrest help stop sex trafficking, then if Kansas truly wanted to put an end to sex slavery, shouldn't they allow grown adults to engage in prostitution legally and then regulate and license that? When you ban something outright, that forces what you ban onto the black market. And the black market is where shady stuff starts happening. <laughs> Case in point, many years ago, my friend came over with some marijuana and we smoked it. Shortly after, we both started feeling something wasn't quite right. That's right, it was laced. Then not too long ago, Colorado legalized marijuana, and now a lot of the marijuana being sold around here comes from dispensaries in Colorado, and you hardly ever hear tales anymore of people buying pot that's laced. I say the same basics apply to prostitution. If prostitution was legalized and reasonably regulated, then most people would rather deal with a legitimate licensed prostitute than have to deal with pimps and potential sex slaves. So I propose this. The city allows for licensed masseurs to give genital massages if the masseur and the client both agree to it. We let someone get naked and, and have every other part of their body touched and rubbed by a massage therapist. Hell, we let proctologists spend their day fingering men and sticking <laughs> things up their anus. So if someone wants to yank a guy's crank, I say let him. Picture this, a big old sweaty fat guy. Would getting him off with your hand actually be that much worse than giving him a full body massage getting up in there under the folds of fat, or being the proctologist, sticking your finger up his ass. And that brings me to my last This point. is a fucking joke, this right? Is no, this is real. This group of people imposing their morality on the rest of society. 
If a grown adult wants a, a hand job, another grown adult, and another grown adult is willing to give one for money, then let them. Amen, that's both brother. Freedom and capitalism, and that's the foundation of our country. If you have a problem with a genital massage, then don't get one, and allow other consenting adults to do what they want. That would truly be a happy ending for everyone. Thank you. I feel like there's some tongue-in-cheek shit in there. Then wait, these people like the, the fucking council. Comment. This is the the council talking after he says it. They're like they don't know what to say. Okay, let's bring it back to the commission. I think it's good to go ahead and move forward with this. Um, I'd like to have for it. the new advisory uh, board within a year or so determine if there's any other loopholes that we need to worry about with sex trafficking. That they can bring it back to us if they have any. Look, um, Chris Flowers had a real good idea. Would like to see in the ordinance, but I'm okay with moving this forward. Yeah, so they go for it, and it continues to go on where people are like, "Well, maybe we don't need that kind of language." <laughs> like they're talking about, but when he Dude. was report when he was giving his speech on uh, multiple pages, by the way, he was folding pages back as he was uh. giving his speech, and the people behind him that were like looked like they were passing out suddenly woke up when fucking young Chris Flowers took to the mic. So, like, proctologists have to finger people's asses. And, you know, if you're going to go ahead and do that, might as well just jerk the guy off. Like, like he might sound like Morty, but he's fucking correct. Like, like I, I agree on one point only, because if I have to get my ass fingered by a proctologist, I would rather he fingered my ass and jerked me off at the same time. Sure, to, to, of course. That would count Only between the years 900 and 1025. Yeah. <laughs> 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 look how everything just stopped. Yeah. Fucking, look, the motherfucker's right. It's the same thing I said about drugs. Just legalize prostitution, motherfucker. You're not stopping prostitution. I, I think almost, uh, I think a shit ton of stuff should be legal. Like, fucking, as long as you don't fucking harm anyone in the process of doing what you want to do, it should be legal. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're, we're fucking hung up on these these old laws that were. I would definitely be partaking in fucking HJs multiple times a week. Yeah. I I'm not a handjob fan, but. I uh, like yeah because I get massage massages and then I go to I go to the places where I'm like I don't want to get fucking busted and dragged through and they you know they go to touch your shit and you're like do no. you go to those places well I got like to get my back cracked uh-huh. and a lot of those places will fucking walk on your back the little Asian lady that looks like she could be one of my aunts like mm-hmm. she's like seventy five years old see that's the thing <sighs> this is what I, this is, I'll never and maybe I'm like uh, maybe I'm different when it comes to sex but like. Like I I won't I, I want a connection. That's not an experience to no. me. Like if there's an old like lady that I'm not uh, not fucking attracted to and she wants to jerk me off, I'll be like, no thanks. Yeah, I don't and need that. And that's where I've been. Like I'm uh, no thank you. And then they get really mad. They're but I like, would like, what would, are you doing here then? Well, in there, I won't. Get whatever. I'm going to pay you the same fucking money. Just yeah. crack my back. Yeah, I don't need like, everyone to be touching my back, dick. Bitch, grab that pole across the ceiling and walk on that back, dude. I've been like honestly, I've been thinking about this a lot lately too. Like. Does everybody just fuck everybody? Because because like there's there's been actual like very attractive women that have been into me that I didn't like their personality, so I didn't have sex with them. You mm. know what I mean? Like fucking, I don't know. I mean, man. There's daily. He's fucking mountain lions and shit. Oh yeah, well, he's he's all into that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know. But yeah, so that's, that's you guys are too straight laced, man. Kansas is getting it because they're gonna pass that shit right now. It passed after his this thing, this ordinance that they were that looking sold for. It? Well, there was like another hour and a half of other people that were speaking a little bit more eloquently, but it was boring as shit. Well, to the people of Kansas, I uh, I applaud you and your um, legal hand jobs. Enjoy that. Yeah. 
and for some reason or another and now next step would be blowjobs and next step after that would be fucking uh rim jobs vaginal sex why not rim jobs after blowjobs oh yeah but, well no no Licking the anus. I don't know what it is about that article that made me think of it's time for some grinds. Yeah, we're getting to that point. What do you think? Yep. He asked me if I'm ready, and then he just does it anyway. What a dick. Check out my balls. Super sweet balls. How cool is that? I've not yet begun to defile my. Get into clips of mountain lions all over the nation. Clips! Daily grind. 950. Do you think it is around there? <laughs> no, man. Probably. So, I feel like we've been doing this our whole lives. There's now. like one show that we did like 20. <laughs> that was the best. That was the five grind. Uh, New Orleans family honors murdered teen by posing body in chair with a video game controller. <laughs> oh, I saw this. You saw that guy? Yeah. After a young New Orleans man was killed, uh, his grieving family chose to remember him doing what he loved doing best, sitting in front of a TV with his beloved Boston Celtics jersey. Yeah, I was going to say with a fucking basketball jersey. Uh, the body of 18-year-old Renard Matthews, who died from a gunshot wound in the head because someone shot straight up in the air and it killed him. Yeah. Apparently, that's a thing. Yeah. Uh, Terminal. The he, was, he was dressed in his Celtics jersey uh, at Sunday's wake, and uh, I can't read that at fucking French shit. Chabonet. Chabonet la conga. La conga. La bac glapion. You know what? New Orleans is cool, but give up that French shit. No the Creole? What? I kind of like that. I love it. There's a wolf like that. Well, yeah. Why? Why that area of everything that got that? I don't get it. That's where they. That's where they were. Oh, like, yeah, the, the French most. settled. They yeah, came in on yeah, that, you're right. That yeah. Waterway, and then the French were like, "All right, this is it. No uh-huh. morals." Bugle. This was not the only one in New Orleans this month. And producer Dave will fill you in on the rest of this bullshit. Why is that? Why is my note right there that says why I'm going to read the rest? Why do you want? Because I can't read so good. That's something about like that's just kind of creepy. Fucking, I don't know. Like the death thing? No, well, death is creepy, but just to, like to prop somebody up. Like maybe, maybe it's our like you don't cultural fucking thing. Be hung like a fucking puppet and be like have rock around the clock playing. No, I do, like- but. I don't know. So, guys, when I die, if I die before you, mm-hmm. uh, po- pose me with, with my dick in my hand <laughs> watching X videos. There you go. Of course. Dave Daly dies this month after trying to find the clitoris of a mountain lion. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. New Orleans is not... That wasn't the only one at fucking Louis Chabonet. To, uh, people were calling them to find out how they might avoid lying down at their funerals. Funeral directors have called, so have people with their own requests, such as a woman who wanted to be seen for the last time standing over her cooking pot. Um, the call started coming in at to his home, a funeral home around June 12th, this, this past June 12th. He had a different viewing besides this young man that happened last week of Miriam Burbank, who died at 53 and spent her service sitting at a table amid miniature New Orleans Saints helmets with a can of bush beer in one hand and a menthol cigarette between her fingers just as she spent a good amount of her living days sitting at this table. Uh, word of the arrangement began to spread. Hundreds showed up. The news spread online. And now here was Mr. Charbonnet getting a call from funeral directors as far as in Australia. 
Um, her Miss Burbank service was the second of its kind that he had done. Uh, third in New Orleans in two years, which now is four. Um, but there have been others elsewhere, most notably in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Viewings there in recent years have included a paramedic displayed behind the wheels of his ambulance. Yeah. They brought what? a whole fucking ambulance into the fucking area and had him outdoors. And so stinky outdoors fucking body of this guy. You know these people aren't there, right? Thing. Like, they're not yeah. there. Um, they had a man at his way dressed like Che Guevara, cigar in hand and seated Indian style, which I did note. That is racist, Devin. Mm-hmm. Uh, crisscross applesauce. Thank you. Um, he said, Mr. Charbonnet said, I never said I was the first. He mentioned the 1984 funeral of Willie Stokes Jr., Chicago gambler known as the Wimp. Who sat through his yeah, funeral okay. services. I'm sorry. Willie Stokes Jr., Chicago gambler known as the Wimp. The Wimp. This is my idol right now. He's the Wimp. How do you have an, an amazing fucking uh, natural name and then you get a better nickname? This man, th- well, look, listen to how he sat at his funeral. He sat behind the wheel of a coffin made to look like a Cadillac Seville. Holy shit. The Wimp <laughs> strikes again. He said a couple weeks ago we even had a mariachi band in here and, uh, he said haters get you know upset, and then there are citizens like saying view viewings like this are fucking improper or sacrilegious. And you know it, his wife even is kind of against it. But it he's does seem weird. There. But, it, but it does. Um, it does make me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> but he said that in 2008, four years before they started doing it in New Orleans, uh, a 24 year old murder victim whose viewing took place in his family's living room, the body was tethered against the wall. Um, the funeral was called the Muerto Parado, which is the dead man standing. So they tethered him up like he was like standing up, looking at everybody to greet everyone. And uh, there was there were the first one that was done in New Orleans was this man called Lionel Batiste, a brass band leader and a dapper man about town. Mister Batiste said he did not want to have people looking down at him at his funeral. So at his service here at Mister Charbonnet's funeral home, Mister Batiste stood with his hands. On his walking cane, Derby tipped rackishly to one side. Um, and despite the recent interest, organizations representing the funeral home say that this kind of viewing is still pretty rare and they don't really do yeah. it all the time. And it kind of, you got to give up some cash to get it done. But the guy in the funeral director that they interviewed in San Juan said she has had to refuse a few suggestions that she found distasteful or that made no sense. She will not, for example, do a wake with someone in a swimsuit. As far as the producer Dave funeral, I'd oh Did wait, you just I'm say sorry. the producer Dave's funeral yeah, for me. Okay. As far as my funeral, oh, okay, I would like mine to be set up for the grand finale where I'm chilling in an armchair with a bong, and then like at the final moments of the viewing, you hear a recording that I had pre-done that says, "Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good," <laughs> oh, and then boom, I turn to ash, and everyone's nice. just gone. Now that that brings up an interesting thought because like I'd like to do something similar, but I want similar, <laughs> similar. <laughs> I, I want I want like explosives planted in my head so I can go out like scanners. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Look how peacefully is boom in your head just explodes and everyone was like, "Wow, that was awesome." I think if I was to die, uh, or when I die, <laughs> uh, um, I think what I would like. If you're a vampire, and you're just not telling you know, us. Oh, waiting for those here, dicks. Buddy. I got a good fucking eight hundred and seventy-five or thirty-five, whatever. I can't do math right now. Black dicks. sixty-five. Twenty-five years of white dicks. <laughs> 25 years of midget dicks. Uh, what an idiot. You notice he never said yellow dick <laughs> I in know, there. what a fucking racist. <laughs> I I Is it because of that guy you were driving me on no, today? No, I didn't want any dicks. I'm telling you, I would stretch out the female thing you, as long as I could. You pull down the zipper, out comes a zipper dick. I would like, if I died, 
what would happen was there would be a, a coffin in the in the in the open of the like in the you know the front of the room in the wake. But then they would open it up and there'd be nobody in there and they'd be like, where's Devin? And then all of a sudden I come shuffling across the ceiling like that baby in train spotting. Holy shit. <laughs> Your neck just spins around. <laughs> That'd be awesome. While they play Abracadabra yeah, by Steve Miller. That's a good way to go. That scene still fucks me up. Or here's another one that I would also enjoy. Actually, this one might be a little bit better. I die. You prop me up against a fireplace in a fucking in a, in a bathrobe. And then you have a little Asian guy come around and throw fireworks the whole time. <laughs> Why? Sister Christian, yeah. you're the only one, please. He's crazy. He's Dude, crazy. How good would that be? That would be good. Yeah. And now, uh, yeah. Daily, you would have to be there because you'd have to play the, the jerk dick. <laughs> <laughs> no way. I see him as the John C. Riley part. What? Come on. It was a dick joke. Oh, that's true. <laughs> All right. Do we have anything else? Yeah. There's another grind from All this right. grind Fuck, is Florida free. Beer. We're doing like a two-hour show today. No, it's only been uh, Look, we're man, over the hour mark. But you know, I just want to say this: don't get offended. But that wasn't a grind. Grinds are fast, man. That shit was fucking too long. Your part was a grind. Yeah, that's why I took the rest on. That's why I turned the music off after it was like eighteen fucking minutes. I was like, that isn't even a grind. Man, anymore. you must think that you're incredible in bed. Because that was like five minutes. You fucking piece of shit. Look, I fucking met a uh, mountain lion that said the daily is Hey, check out my Well, it was, it was like six minutes because the, the grind song I use is like almost four minutes. And I had to fucking restart it. So, uh, this is the awkward hi-fi bullshit detector. I detect bullshit. Grind it! And come, Don Knotts trumps all. Okay. Anyway, moving on. So next up for a thirty-minute daily grind, <laughs> New Jersey man finds wife and mechanic lover dead in garage. From whoa, 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 whoa! Is it his wife and <laughs> his a re- robot that she's fucking, or his wife? His and, reading is atrocious. And somebody that is an auto mechanic. Yeah, an auto mechanic. Oh, okay. New Jersey fan finds wife, mechanic lover. Right, that's what I'm saying. Dead in garage. That exactly what I said. Is his wife a mechanic lover? Like, is she an, a no, robot? She, she loves some mechanics. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. This dude was a grease monkey, <laughs> a man who works on cars for okay, a living. Got it. And he found them dead in the garage. All right. Due to carbon monoxide poisoning, sources say. A uh, man returned home to his uh, Newark, uh, New Jersey home July 9th to find both his wife he, and her lover dead in the garage. You would think a mechanic would know not to have the car running while you're yeah. in the garage. Although, man, he was just blind about a pussy. Yeah. He was like, fuck it, it's hot. Yeah. He, it might have been his idea. Oh, well, I'm sweating, girl. Let me let me turn the car on. Yeah, he was like, the air. do you like to asphyxiate while you have sex? Probably should open the garage door a smidgen a little bit, but uh, yet he did not. Uh... So the 39-year-old woman and her 56-year-old lover. Man, that's a good deal for that guy. Yeah. When you pause, you kill the whole sentence. No, I don't ridiculous. care. This is grind. You don't really tell me how to do what I do. 
I'll kick the dick out of your mouth at work. <laughs> it's been a hundred thousand years. Uh, so yeah, hundred thousand. I would be way. That would be like transcendental, fucking like tantric sex with with mountain lions. Just so having the, sex with people's auras. Yeah, right. Midgets, mountain lions, fucking silverback gorillas. I'll do it all. But mm-hmm. uh, this dude found them at around nine p.m. when he got home. Sources say the wife and the mechanic were having sex in the uh, car in the garage when they were both killed by the poisonous gas. The husband came home later to discover their bodies. Law enforcement sources say that they believe the wife was paying for her car work by having sex with the mechanic. Nice. Sounds like a good wife. <laughs> you pick good. Yeah. Hey, babe, I ain't got money. Fuck that dude. <laughs> no, maybe he was in on it. That's a good point, too. <laughs> he probably told her to do it. New York police confirmed that uh, it was called to the avenue. Fuck, fuck that. Reading's hard, bro. Yeah, it is. And also fundamental. It mm. just says the same shit over and over. We we already established he found them before fucking nine. Whatever. They fucking died. Fucking what, what in the they? garage. Well, wait. So they were naked? Like it, it, yeah, like, I think they were fucking. Oh like, shit. So they were they were naked. They were. Uh, it doesn't say though. To be honest with you, it doesn't say that they were nude. But I'd imagine they were. Wow. Yeah. You want to kill your grind music? I think we have a clip of the actual fucking. The police did put out a clip of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. I broke down. I need help. Maybe I should check your engine. In my engine, do you mean my vagina? What? Um, nothing. I just thought. No, no, I said engine. Why don't you show me the problem? Right here. I think I have a big tool that can handle. That problem. And by tool, do you mean penis? My penis. Why would I use my penis to work on your car? I thought we were double entendres. My penis is mushy. That would be very painful. Sorry. Just... No, it's okay. All done. I guess it's time for my. What? Money? I was thinking of something a little more of the flesh. Like intercourse with me? That would make you a whore. I I thought you went to Catholic school. I was actually just talking about one of those kittens. Go for it. This is where it gets to be like daily. (laughs) Thanks. I cannot wait to fuck this thing. <laughs> yeah, but that was a 900-year-old vampire. Look, I think I think I could be a mechanic. I think I'm in the wrong line of business, so uh, I'm going to change that. I'm going to become a mechanic, and uh, that's just how it's going to go down. <laughs> fuck for money. <laughs> I thought that was a big out. <laughs> Good job, Daly. Good job. You know what? I've been... Go ahead. Yeah. Stop writing cheesy lines from yeah. me. You know what? You know what? Uh, <laughs> you know what I was thinking though, honestly, is uh, remember that that movie, Indecent Proposal, and that was like a big deal. It was like, would you let your wife have sex with another man for a million dollars? Yep. Now they're just cuckold porn all over the place. Yeah. Like, yes, of course I would. A million dollars? Yes, have yeah. sex with that man. So like one million from him? For me? Yeah. All right. My my husband will suck your dick yeah, for five hundred. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do Why it. Why was that ever like a taboo thing? 
Yeah, like, I if I was on a boat, I didn't even see the fucking movie, but I'm guessing they're on a boat, and the guy came up like, your wife is gorgeous, I'll give you a million dollars. I'd be like, yes. <laughs> no, they're fucking just in, like, Atlantic City or something. Oh, really? Shit. Yeah, and, and Demi Moore, and they lose, like, all their money. And ro- I think it's, like, ten grand, too. They lose, like, all their money. It's, like, ten grand. No, I think it's a million. No, no, he offers them a million. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it's, like, it's yeah, yeah. like they, what they lost was nothing. Right. And then Woody Harrelson's like, she goes to go fuck Robert Redford, and Woody Harrelson has a breakdown in the fucking apartment or hotel room that they were waiting in. I would be like, baby, go fucking go give him the goods, but don't put your heart into it. You know what I mean? Like, and then we got a million dollars to fuck. I'm on. a millionaire. Thanks for listening to the Awkward Eye Bye podcast. You can go do stuff for the show if you want, but honestly, I don't give a fuck. Except voicemails. I want to see oh, yeah. some fucking voicemails. Yeah, so let's do that. If you don't voicemail us, fuck you. You got the phone number? Oh, I do have the voicemail. Don't? Yes, get ready, because you're going to get so fucking horny. The phone number is 607-319-2445. That's 607-319-A-HIGH-FIVE. Yeah, sex fucking machine. How cool is that? It does make me feel good. The phone, the phone, the phone number is... <laughs> See you, and if you're... Damn! With love, with breath, when I smoke you up.